Welcome to Getting Social with the Curious Cowgirl, a podcast that is all about teaching antiques and vintage business owners step-by-step how to utilize social media to cultivate new clients and increase sales. y'all. Welcome to another episode of Getting Social with the Curious Cowgirl. I am really glad y'all are here with me today. And I imagine this is going to be a very popular podcast episode because today I'm talking about Instagram and specifically five ways that you can use Instagram to grow your antique and vintage business. So Let me be honest with y'all before I really jump in. Instagram is one of those topics that I could only talk about Instagram on this podcast because there's, one, there's a lot to learn, and two, it, it probably is the most popular social media platform for marketing a business these days. And so having said that, I want to make sure that you all know before I dive into the meat of the episode that I'm getting ready to open the doors for enrollment in a new coaching program I have that will be private group coaching. So you all probably know, but if you're new, you may not know that I have digital courses that many folks have signed up and taken on their own. I also work with private clients. But the feedback that I've received from my digital course students is that while the content of the courses is great, they still really missed the opportunity to be able to ask me questions and to get a little more guidance and step-by-step help that a digital course just doesn't provide because, you know, I'm not there. The course is pre-recorded and you're taking it on your own. They also have shared with me that the price point of private one-on-one coaching is maybe cost prohibitive for a lot of folks, which I definitely understand. So I am opening the door soon to private group coaching, which will be really a marriage of the content that I present in my digital courses and then also the more um, close guidance that my one-on-one clients enjoy. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, absolutely no obligation, I'd like for you to send me an email, marythecuriouscowgirl at gmail.com. I'm going to give first crack uh, of enrollment to those of you all who take the time to email me because I am not opening the doors to an unlimited number of people. I want to um, have a more intimate group. I want to be more available. And the more people that are part of the group, the less available I'm going to be able to be. So I want to really help you all advance by keeping the group, you know, um, on the smaller side. So anybody who emails me will get notification first that enrollment is open. So if you feel like that's something you'd like to learn more about, again, no obligation. I'm not putting you on a list. I'm not sending you anything right now. But when I'm ready to, you will be the first to know. So again, my email is marythecuriouscowgirl at gmail.com. So let me know. 
All right, so let's dive into the meat of today's episode. So again, we are talking about five ways that you can use Instagram to grow your business. So the first one is going to be a real no-brainer. Number one is you can use Instagram to sell. And I think everybody knows that. In fact, I, I, I wonder if anybody is on Instagram anymore to do anything but sell. And, you know, and I, including me, I'm, I'm, you know, I am selling on Instagram um, all the time, both in my feed and stories. So it is an excellent platform for selling. There's a huge amount of selling going on. And so that's kind of a, a no brainer. We all, we all know that. And that's why we want to learn more about Instagram, right? Okay. Another way that you can use Instagram, which will help you grow your business, is to educate people. Let's talk a little bit about what that looks like. So you might see people either in your feed or if you watch stories, spending time talking about uh, how they do their business. And I'm going to use my good friends who are beauty bloggers as my example or um, beauty influencers as my example. They spend a lot of time on Instagram their feed and stories both make either maybe they're making IGTV videos, maybe they're making reels, whatever it is, but they're spending a lot of time explaining beauty products that they're using, how to apply them. They'll show, you know, progress over time, difference that, you know, different, you know, products are making in their skin or their hair or whatever it is. But they are educating their followers about these different products. I see a lot of folks who are on Instagram in the health and wellness space talking about diets, um, you know, food that they eat and why they eat what they eat and supplements they take and why or, you know, detoxing. I mean, you know, kind of all those things, but they're spending a lot of time educating. They're, you know, giving people really valuable information. Now, are they also selling? Absolutely. Nine times out of 10, the beauty products they're using, ultimately, they'd like for you to buy them. The, you know, green smoothies that they're teaching you how to make, you know, a lot of times they're selling some kind of component of that. But they are also sharing really good information that, you know, is good to know, regardless of whether or not you end up buying something from them. And what they are doing is they are developing the um, level of authority that um, that you sort of associate with them when you see them on social media. Uh, you know, if you see someone over and over and over and over again talking about beauty products, you know, um, exercise equipment or, you know, smoothies that they make or whatever, and they're real consistent about talking about those things, then over time you begin to see them as an expert and might listen a little more closely. So as an antique or vintage dealer, you can really utilize Instagram to share with your followers how you know what you know. I'll give you an example of something that I've done. I um, like to buy vintage linens. I kind of, my husband laughs and says I'm like a human vacuum cleaner, <laughs> kind of, but I really love vintage linens and, you know, you all know, and I, and I sell them. And when I buy them, you know, they, Sometimes they're, you know, in really bad shape and sometimes they're in decent shape, but I spend a lot of time laundering and working on getting out old stains and, you know, 
kind of that whole process before I ever even try to sell something because I'm not going to sell something that, you know, is not in as perfect condition as possible. And I did an IGTV video about my process. And it was amazing how many people watched the video, commented, and now I get a lot of questions on Instagram kind of about that. So that is how I, as a dealer, can share information. And at the end of the day, I'm also alerting those people to the fact that I will be selling those linens that they're seeing me, you know, buy and wash and work on stains and all that. So educating can be just simply educating, but it can also be educating with an end game in mind. So that's, a, you know, kind of the second way that you can use Instagram. You can also use Instagram to educate yourself. And I really have to discipline myself, as I'm sure everybody does, that when I get on Instagram, you know, social media platforms are designed to suck us in and keep us there because um, they're showing us ads, <laughs> right, from retailers or whatever. And they want to keep us on that platform. The longer we're on the platform, the more ads we're going to see. And so, Social media is designed to really, you know, kind of keep us there. So I really try when I'm on in either Facebook or Instagram, either one, um, I really try to make my time intentional and use it to educate myself by doing research. And here's what I mean by that. Um, I think it was maybe two blog posts, I'm sorry, um, podcasts ago, I had a wonderful guest on. Her name is Heather Shane. It was episode number 37. Her Instagram account is called Mrs. Santa Claus. And I found Heather by following dealers and really studying how they are selling how they're highlighting what they're selling, how they're building, you know, interest in what they're selling. So it turns out that Heather happens to sell something that I collect. And so I enjoy watching her from that standpoint. But I brought her on my podcast because she is very, very good at creating an interesting feed and interesting stories that make me want to see what she's up to beyond simply wanting to buy what she's selling. And in fact, she has um, a mall in a totally different, she's in Kansas and, uh, or she's in Missouri, in St. Louis, Missouri. I'm in Texas. So, you know, I'd have to do a road trip to go really shop with her, but she is very, very good. And so I study what she's doing and how she's doing it because I've learned a lot watching her. Um, I like to spend time on Instagram looking at how people style the images that they have on their feed, especially people who have antique booths. I am um, new in the antique mall game. My husband and I opened up our antique booth back in October, so four months ago. And so I really like to look at how other dealers inside antique malls are showcasing their booths, both good examples and bad examples. That's real helpful to me. Um, you know, it, looking at how I'm, you know, kind of, frankly, it's competition research, you know, finding other people who are selling exactly what I'm selling and looking at how they are showing those things is a really good use of time on Instagram. So educating yourself image wise 
you know, um, content wise is great. I also like to read captions, you know, Instagram, it's real easy. Um, you know, stories are designed to be like a slideshow and to, to go through that content quickly. The feed, you can take as long as you want to. You can linger as long as you want to on a, an image in your feed, or you can just scroll quickly and, you know, whatever. But I really try to slow my roll <laughs> and slow my scroll in my feed and look at people's captions. What are they writing? I like to look at how are they, what are they telling me? I like to look at the hashtags that they're using. That's how I discover a lot of really good hashtags. And so it, I try to make my time on Instagram less about looking at uh, pictures of celebrities or whatever, other you know, funny cat videos, and more about educating myself about how I can better use Instagram as a platform to market my business. The fourth way that you can use Instagram and the fifth way is hashtags. And I'm going to break this down into looking at hashtags from two different standpoints. So number four is growing your account via hashtags. Um, you know, like I said, you, whenever you are on social media, you want to do everything you can to increase the reach of as many eyeballs on your content as possible. And one of the ways that Instagram helps us do that is by allowing us to use up to 30 hashtags in our feed posts. And so I always, you know, encourage people to use 30, you know, my clients and my students, why would you not? You know, I mean, if Instagram gives us that latitude, then let's take that latitude and let's get 30 hashtags in our captions because the hashtags carry our posts with them. So, you know, you use one hashtag, then there's a group of people who are going to see it. You use two hashtags and there's more people that are going to see that same piece of content. Three hashtags, that's three groups of people. They're going to see your same piece of content. So you're just multiplying the, the possibility that more and more eyes are going to see your content the more hashtags you use. So, um, you know, that's another way that you can use Instagram to grow your business is by taking advantage of those 30 hashtags. Now, I get asked this question a lot. And in fact, I just listened to a podcast the other day myself of a um, digital marketing coach who was talking about, you know, which hashtags do I use? And, you know, I, sadly, Instagram does not publish a user manual. I wish they did, but they don't. And so, you know, you could listen to 30 people and probably get 30 different opinions about what are the right hashtags, but I, this is how I approach it. So, you know, take it or leave it. I do not believe that bigger is better, and this is why. Um, Instagram is like building blocks. And so every piece of content that is added to the platform is piled on top of each other. And so when you use a hashtag that the number following it is in the millions, that means that it is a highly utilized hashtag. And there are a lot of posts that are being put on the platform with that hashtag. And that means that your, your, um, you know, your piece of content is getting smushed down below all those other pieces of content that, you know, a million plus people 
are putting on the platform. And so the likelihood that somebody is going to scroll back that far in time to find yours is pretty small. So for me, I feel like kind of the sweet spot is to try to find hashtags that are definitely under 500,000 and maybe even lower than that. I mean, I, I, if I can find a hashtag that I like that really matches what I'm doing, that's more like in the 20,000 or 30,000 range, I really like to use those hashtags because the likelihood of somebody seeing my content is much higher. There's enough activity with that hashtag that it's not like me and three people using it. That's not going to do any good. Um, but you know, 20,000, 30,000, 40,000, that's a good number to increase the probability of being discovered with your hashtags. Now that doesn't mean you can't use the big ones. And I do, you know, from time to time. So don't, I'm not saying never, but I'm just saying when you look at your 30, maybe try and do a mix of some of the big ones. And then, you know, some of the relatively smaller hashtags, um, and, and kind of spread, spread the love that way. All right. Okay, number five, again, is related to hashtags, and that is using hashtags to research. Again, this is maybe one of the biggest questions I get asked, so let me explain it to you all. Um, Hashtags are like a file folder, and so hashtag antique dealer, anybody who puts up a piece of content on their feed using the hashtag antique dealer, that image and the caption that goes with it is going to get essentially filed under that hashtag, under the hashtag antique dealer. Um, the hashtag oil painting. If you put up a an image in your feed of an oil painting or whatever, and you use the hashtag oil painting, then your feed post and the caption that you write is going to get filed under that hashtag oil painting. Okay? So you all probably know that you can... F- obviously follow other accounts. We all follow other accounts. You can also follow hashtags. Okay. Now I know that I just heard some of y'all's minds being blown, (laughs) which, you know, I remember the first time somebody explained it to me and I was like, what? Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to turn on my phone. I usually silence it when I'm recording a podcast. So I hope it doesn't ring. If it does, y'all know what I'm doing, but I want to explain it to you exactly how it looks. So When you are looking at your telephone, your screen, you're in Instagram, you're going to notice at the bottom, yep, see there goes the sound, sorry, I told y'all, at the bottom of your screen, you're going to see a little magnifying glass. That's the icon that means search. So you're going to tap that icon, and then you're going to see up at the top of your screen, the word search in a gray box. Tap that gray box. And then underneath the gray box, you're going to see basically categories of things you can search. So my phone says top, and then the next word is accounts, the next word is tags, and the next word is places. So if you will tap the word tag, you are now searching hashtags as opposed to searching accounts. So all you have to do in the search bar is type in, you know, I don't know, dish towels, hashtag dish towels, and you will be taken to that file folder. And then you'll see that underneath the, the number that Instagram gives us of how many people are using that hashtag, 
you can hit that blue button that says follow. And you are now following that hashtag, which is great. So what that means is in your feed and in your stories, you will see content that has the hashtag dish in it. But you can also spend time in that file folder scrolling and looking at all of the posts that have the hashtag dish towels included in their caption, okay? Now, this is a really, really good way to, let me silence my phone again so somebody doesn't call me. Um, this is a really good way for you to both research your competition and also find your people on Instagram. So going back to my example of Heather Shane that I interviewed back in, you know, podcast number 37, Mrs. Santa Claus, I found her through the hashtag Vintage Christmas. I'm a really big vintage Christmas collector. I follow that hashtag and that is how I found her because she used that hashtag Vintage Christmas and I saw one of her feed posts and was in the image was captured my attention and I went and looked at her account and thought, huh, she's somebody that's entered you know, that I would be interested in following and in that moment, the hat that I was wearing was as a buyer. I don't, I don't deal in vintage Christmas really. And so I was really, you know, kind of thinking about sources for buying something that I'm interested in collecting. Okay. So you can use that hashtag research to, you know, kind of compare and find other people that are dealing in the same thing that you're dealing. And what's great about that is you can see how what their images look like, how they're describing what they're selling. Sometimes I do, not everybody does, but sometimes people put their prices in their captions. You can see how people are pricing things. So it's a great way to research your competition. It's also a great way, again, to find your people in terms of your community. You know, I've had great conversations with people on Instagram who are, you know, interested in the same things I'm interested in, whatever that is. I'm not trying to sell anything to them or buy anything from them. And the same on their side of the fence, we just connected because we have the same interest and discovered that through finding each other through a hashtag. So it's a great way to find your people. Um, and it's a great way to do, you know, kind of competition research. Okay. So that's, that's another way that you can utilize Instagram to build your business. As I said, at the beginning of this podcast episode, I could literally only talk about Instagram for the rest of time and we would never cover it. It's such an important social media platform. I say this all the time. I'm going to say it again in this episode. The most important thing you all, if you, you know, in thinking about these, you know, kind of five ways to use Instagram, whether you want to use it to sell, to educate, to build authority, which will help you sell. You want to do it to educate yourself. You want to grow your followers and you want to use it for research. What that means, you all, is that you really have to spend some time on the platform. And that doesn't mean, and don't hear me say it this way, because I don't mean it this way. I'm not saying you're giving up your life, you know, to be on social media. But what I am saying is, when you are on Instagram, be really intentional with your time. Um, you know, do what you need to do to market your business consistently with quality content. And then after you're done taking care of you, if you want to spend more time on the platform, then 
be intentional. Use your time to um, learn something. Learn some time to meet new people. You know, um, make some time to meet new people. Make some time to, um, you know, research your competition. Let it not be time that you spend looking at cat videos, and there's nothing wrong with that, but I think you will find yourself frustrated with the amount of time you spend on social media and not not getting anything out of it if you're not real intentional when you're on there. So think back about this podcast episode, maybe listen to it again, and kind of get these things in your mind so that when it's playtime on Instagram, your playtime is a little more intentional than just kind of burning through 30 minutes and you look up and you really got nothing accomplished. Let it let your time spent on the platform mean something and help you grow your business. All right, so I hope this was helpful to you all. Again, as a reminder, if you are interested in learning more about my private group coaching, please do email me at marythecuriouscowgirl at gmail.com. I would absolutely love to work with you and help you learn how to grow your antique or vintage business and market it well on social media. All right. I hope you all have a really good day and I will talk to you soon.